Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on today? I'm good. I'm busy, but I'm good, and I am... Chris, uh, last week, I think we spoke about um, Adobe Premiere and you teaching me uh, Adobe Premiere, the Chris Broad masterclass on Adobe Premiere. This week, I'd very much much like to know... um, if you have sold anything on eBay recently, uh, is eBay still a thing? I don't. I guess, I've never heard anyone mm, use it in years. Oh, everybody uses eBay, surely. But I am helping a mate sell some um, computers um, from a family member, and uh, mm. a lot of computers, a lot of computer components kicking around, and there's a lot of quite annoying people on eBay these days, <laughs> just constantly <laughs> asking you. Can I end it? Can you end this early so I can get a discount? Will you accept this? Uh, Will you accept? Really? Why can't people just go on the fucking auction? Excuse my language, uh, and just wait until the auction is ended, put their bids in, and then f the f off. Um, why can't they do that, Chris? I think we live in a world where people just want to have the thing they want, and mm. I would be tempted to just. Just want I just buy it now. I'm a, I, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a buy it now person. You're a buy it now. I don't person, want to wait right? and bid and sort of see if I'm going to get it or not. I like the definitive <laughs> answer there and then. Yeah, I want my chocolate. I want my toys. I want them now. I do don't kind of. Wait. I do outbid. I, I do kind of understand that because I I think people who kind of really get a lot a big kick a lot out of um, eBay auctions and auctions in general they're the sort of people who probably play the markets <laughs> probably do this yeah. and that <laughs> I mean and some people just spend all their days on it right trying to find deals and mm. trying to swindle people and get a cheap price yeah if I ever go on eBay I mean I yeah I haven't been on eBay since like 2004 mm. so I don't remember <laughs> a great deal about it to be honest but I remember often just hitting the buy it now button and mm. paying a little bit more mm. just to seal the deal and get 
you know the DVD I wanted there and then mm. rather than wait. So yeah, what are you? So are you selling something on there or buying something? No, I'm just selling a lot of computer components and just everyone's just doing my loafing. I'm not an organised man. I'm sick and tired no. of having to go to one bloke last night was going. Oh, can you not use Parcel Force? Uh, can you not use um, Every or um, <laughs> DPD, please? Because I don't like those. Uh, can you send it via Parcel Force? It's like yeah, you fucking pay more. <laughs> you pay me for printer ink, you absolute cheb. <laughs> Don't buy things from Pete Donaldson. No, he's a ruthless seller. Pete. I just hate people. Seller. In I hate them. I hate them. I just, I'm sick of driving to industrial <laughs> estates just to buy some fucking cardboard boxes to deliver some unlovable 1080 graphics cards to people. Ah. <laughs> well, I share your frustration mm. slightly. I've been looking at studios in Tokyo this week. Oh lord! And uh, good god, it's expensive. <laughs> it's like thrice the price of thrice the price Sendai oh god thrice the price just like a Pete Donaldson toy that you want to buy <laughs> that you don't want to do an auction for it's just so damn expensive for anything and it's quite shit disheartening and, uh, but also it's just really hard finding something in general that mm. ticks the boxes uh, did find something so I'm going down on Thursday to have a poke around um, it's cool but it's next to a gigantic concrete highway overpass right and it could be quite loud yeah. so I would need to have like five layers of windows to, <laughs> to keep the sound down soundproof it yeah um, could be kind of cool though opening the window and just having like a massive highway overpass could be very <laughs> no one has ever said that sentence ever no one has ever said that <laughs> sentence ever, and you are and you are te- like look by all means deceive yourself, Chris. But I just think you might be lying to yourself for the sake of ease of use. Who? No, no, no. <laughs> Who doesn't want a concrete overpass yeah. out their window? I actually like That'll human shit on my hands. Actually, <laughs> oh, I actually it's like not that. Comparable. <laughs> no. But it's cool, right? With, with the abroad in Japan set, right? Do you know at the far end we use a projector? Yes. And on the projector, yeah. you know, it, imagine if that was just a window with a concrete highway overpass mm. full of Tokyo traffic. Wouldn't that be cool? It would Wouldn't be you cool, yeah. I see mean, that? Again, yeah, you would see. have to make it very... And, and also the vantage point would dictate that surely you would be looking over the overpass uh, unless you... Uh, over the overpass. Over the overpass. <laughs> or over the underpass? Or, or under the overpass? Over the underpass, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> looking up into the underpass. <laughs> right at it. Point is, bloody expensive. Mm. Hopefully it's good, though, because if, if this place doesn't tick the boxes and I don't get it, I'm kind of stuffed mm. because I haven't found uh, or the, my friend who's looking for me we just haven't found anything that is reasonable um, so bit worrying bit worrying mm. and uh, and then there's the apartment as well so oh, don't move it's really don't not move. fun don't do anything that's God, what I kill say. me yeah. what a nightmare <laughs> well, I told you about how I uh Went sailing through a sunken forest last week. Was that last week? That Jesus. was last week, yeah. I d- I d- Where's time t- gone? <laughs> what have you done in the last week? I've done nothing. I've done nothing apart from dick about. <laughs> I mean, I'm 33 in three days' time, and oh. I don't know what I've done the last seven days. <laughs> I, sp- I suppose I sailed in a sunken forest, mm. and soon I'm going to be looking at a room that has a concrete highway overpass mm. in it. But it's not kind of... What I thought it would look like when I turned 33, I was expecting something a bit more exotic and glamorous, mm. and uh, I feel like I haven't got to that You've point. You've been lied yet. to, somehow. I've been lied to. <laughs> Getting older. It's rubbish. No. Everything I've been told is a lie. Anyway, we've got a story this week, guys, from Tom in Melbourne, who says, Dear, I don't even know what that word is, cockamimi. What's cockamimi mean, Pete? Cockin-i- is it cockamimi? Cockamimi. Um, um, it's the sort of thing you'd sort of hear in a Disney film from the 50s. Excellent. I oh, thought it was yeah. cockamimi. It is a bit like yeah, fucking. Cock-a-ni- I think it's like Mary crazy. Poppins. I think it's crazy. I think it might mean crazy. 
Cockamimicrous and parsimonious, parsimonious pitfall. From now on, there's a rule. All adjectives have to be very short and very simplistic. Parsimonious. Like cool and happy, Pete. I mean, I will say that that is definitely not true, uh, even though I am a man trying to, you know, uh, sell things on eBay recently. Um, I'm very <laughs> loose in my money. <laughs> I'm terrible. Very parsimonious. Mm. Anyway, my name's Tom, and I'm from Melbourne, and I like annoying words. And recently, I returned from a month-long holiday in Japan. One Friday night, while waiting for the Sunshine Express in the mm. Shinkansen waiting room, a very pretty Japanese woman came up to me with a Google-translated message on her phone and said, Will you please be my friend? Oh, isn't that nice? Mm. Despite being... A little bit startled, I said, yeah, sure, I'll be your friend. And she then proceeded to ask me several personal questions. And when I was leaving Japan the following Wednesday, I then asked similar questions and discovered that she was called Yuki, single, 33 years old, All right. so, and apparently waiting for her sister to pick her up from the station. Although I was happy to have a chat and to see where it went, I was also wary of her potentially robbing me or, sc- <laughs> or scamming me in some way, as it seemed too good to be true. Absolutely fair enough. This sort of thing doesn't happen that often, let alone on a train station platform. I asked Yuki if she had any plans, to which she said no. So I asked her what she wanted to do, and she responded by holding up her finger to her mouth in a shh motion and looked around. She typed into Google Translate, DM me, DM me on Instagram. We followed each other on Instagram, and uh, she said she wanted to see me again. Good Lord. Yuki then said her sister was waiting, so she had to go. But a few minutes later, Yuki returned with her sister. She asked her sister to take a photo of us together, feeling wary. I asked what the photo was for, for which her sister said, Memories. So I went along with it. Uh, <laughs> Yuki thanked me, and I hugged her. But before I could pull away, she gave me a great big kiss on the cheek. When I then pulled away, we both looked at each other very briefly, before going in for a full kiss on the lips, shortly after she left. I, I mean, this this is, just sounds like fantasy at this point. <laughs> it sounds like a dream Tom had. Anyway, the next day... She messaged me on Instagram I'm truly happy, she said To have been able to meet you For better or worse We never met up before I left However, she did reply To one of my Instagram stories with I love you Her Instagram account seems to be a burner account As it has no photos of her uh, Nor her name Nor any followers uh, was she trying to scam or rob me? Or did she simply want to make friends with a foreigner? Like she said at the start, it would be good to hear your theories that you guys might have. All the best, Tom from Melbourne. Sexy Tom. I. Sexy Tom. He must have been the most handsome, attractive Australian <laughs> in the world. Funnily enough, I know a guy called Tom from Melbourne, slash mm. Sydney. I can't remember which one. And he had blonde hair, blue eyes. And Japanese girls did treat him like this. Like they out here in Yamagata in the middle of nowhere, like like moths to a flame, they would flock to Tom <laughs> because he was like this exotic kind of object. The blonde hair, blue eyes, very rare. You know, me, green eyes, crap hair. Nobody wants to say anything to me, but like Tom, he was he could just anything. So yeah. that's the only thing that makes me feel this story might be true. Mm. Seeing how people girls used to interact with him on nights out, but. I think it's just a girl who's a little bit eccentric, to be honest. Yeah. What do you reckon? She's, Robbery, she's... Pete, or scams? No, I don't think so. I, I, and I, um, whenever... On, I think it's probably happened maybe twice in my life a girl has expressed interest in me. <laughs> That's the... Um, <laughs> oh, and 
my first thought is always scam, <laughs> scam, scam. She wants something. <laughs> she wants my wallet. What's going on? She's trying to steal my keys. What's going on? Um, just you imagine that. Girls coming scam. up to you like, I want to <laughs> get you a drink, Pete, and you're like, this is a scam. <laughs> scam. Get away from me. You're <laughs> going to drug me. Ah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I am very wary of that kind of thing. Um, um, and uh, so people can't get close to me. But um, it's just a nice story. <laughs> it just sounds like, spur of the moment, Yuki just fancied saying hello, having a little smooch, DMing on Instagram, going away, and, and yeah, it just, look, it just sounds like they were just, you know, bit of, bit of train station, <laughs> um, messing around and finding out, I suppose. I mean, it moved very fast. Yeah. Like, I don't know, what I can't work out from the story is the time frame. Mm. Was it 20 minutes, half an hour, five mm. minutes? Like, I'm picturing like a, a 10 minute window here yeah. to go from I'm your friend now add me on Instagram to kissing in 10 minutes maybe look Just maybe, she, maybe she, look, hey, we don't know what time of day it was she could have been pissed um, she could have just been collect, <laughs> you know, likely. just kind of like a spare of the moment. I want a picture with this guy, and I don't mind the smooch neither. You know, this is what life is all about, Chris. You know, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> if only, no, nothing like that has ever happened to me. So, yeah. well done, Tom. Good Give yourself stuff. a pat on the back. Lovely, you've won the prize. Um, yeah, that's it. Well done. I think there was a scam. I think you just got lucky. Yeah, but. Who wasn't Big lucky or who was very Tom. lucky this week? Just Tom uh, coming on here. <laughs> <laughs> just boasting, isn't it? Coming boasting. on here, just having a little boss. Sexy bastard. Tom from Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> well, on a not so happy story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so last week, last year, Shinzo Abe assassinated. This week, somebody else tried to assassinate the current Prime Minister, Kishida. Mm. This time, instead of using a homemade improvised shotgun uh they used some sort of smoke grenade that uh only today they they think could have been lethal if it had actually wow. been close to him luckily they got the prime minister away from the uh exploding device it was in wakayama again of all places it was it was wakayama wasn't don't it don't go there oh no sorry no it was nara it was nara <laughs> oh, right. uh where shinzo abe got shot which is kind of like on the border on over the road mm. over the hill from wakayama mm. but who saved kishida and uh, what went down, Pete? Fill us in. Well, a um, happy story. Well, I mean, it, it obviously massive similarities to last year's assassination of um, Shinzo Abe. Kishida uh, managed to escape unharmed, uh, while the attacker was uh, swiftly apprehended by security personnel. I can't imagine how much money they're spending on uh, security for the <laughs> prime minister. In uh, well, not enough last time this year, exactly. Last year. Um, but uh, even faster than the bodyguards was a, a pair of brave fishermen who just happened to be in the right place at the right time. One of the fishermen, sixty-seven-year-old Masami Tarai, uh, was watching. <clears throat> the Prime Minister uh, as he was about to take the podium when he saw a man attempting to light something in his hands and throw it. Uh, at the same time another unidentified 70 year old Finnish fisherman uh, shouted this guy uh, to alert security <laughs> and jumped on the 24 year old attacker putting him in a chokehold. <clears throat> Tarai um, then helped to secure the struggling attacker's legs before guards took over. Uh, their efforts were shown to be even more crucial when their fast uh, reaction prevented any chance of the attacker throwing a second bomb, which was also in his possession. Um, and he, basically, one of the fishermen 
have has become a bit of a celebrity because he's wearing a bright red shirt with a snowflake print vest. <laughs> he was seen on news cameras wearing very, very eye-catching um, print. Uh, in the aftermath of the incident, many online were uh, asking, hey, where did you get that shirt from? <laughs> that guy looks cool. Um, so um, some internet sleuths uh, on the internet uh, tracked down the source of the vest as none other than Workman, uh, a popular uh, chain selling workwear and other practical clothing. Uh, this particular item is the winter windproof shell vest that sold for about $13. Uh, now, the Workman website says it's not available because everybody is trying to buy this cool bright red shirt with a snowflake print, uh, thanks to uh, Masami Tarai, a 67-year-old fisherman who just looked absolutely fucking cool. <laughs> It's like Freakonomics, isn't it? Yeah. Like this, the, an assassination attempt leads to an increase in sales of workman shirts. Yeah. Like, it's all come full circle. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, things... I'm trying to think of, like, I mean, but you, you... I mean, the the aviator sunglasses survived the Unabomber. That's all I'm saying. So it's, it's right, sometimes it's did. sometimes you want the clothes and the uh, the garb of of, of the uh, of the attackers and the aggressors, and sometimes you want the ones who are being attacked. <laughs> the clothing of the attacked. <laughs> God, <laughs> honestly, honestly. But uh, yeah, he was pretty quick-footed. That fisherman. Yeah, good on him. Good on him. Fleet of foot. I don't know. I think they revealed today why the attacker. Uh, wanted or why he why he tried to do it, and it was that he wanted to run for Japanese Parliament, but he was too young. Right. Uh, I think it was uh, he he wanted to become yeah a, a politician, but it was like he was under twenty five or something to that effect. You're right. Okay. Um, I mean that. I mean yeah. that. You would imagine that that might preclude him from <laughs> from getting involved I, in politics in the future. Yes, I suspect he will not be able to run for office uh, <laughs> in the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, after don't, after that, just don't throw but, bombs at people. Uh, you know, don't shoot yeah. people. Don't throw bombs at people. I just can't help but <laughs> crying out loud, guys. <laughs> Life advice with Pete Donaldson. Yeah, get it together. <laughs> uh, the guy was called Kimura Ryuji. He's twenty-four years old, and um, yeah, he. Uh, he claimed that an article of the law required. He, yeah, he basically was just angry that uh, he wasn't old enough to become a politician. Right. Probably a few more things going on than that. Um, it was. Yeah. With, it's it's always interesting hearing the motives of these guys. They're often very baffling. Mm. Um, the last, it was fascinating watching Shinzo Abe's kind of decline in popularity after the motives of his assassin were revealed. Um, the church unification, right? This dodgy church slash very bizarre religious kind of sect had got a lot of money out of the assassin's mum mm. and he was very bitter about that and because Shinzo Abe endorsed the church once he turned his ire on Shinzo Abe and that's, that's just right, yeah. the, but that whole or the whole thing like this whole sort of conspiracy of uncovering the unification church and their sort of entrenched positions in Japanese politics which mm. is quite disturbing and like you know a lot of conspiracy theories just turn out to be bullshit this was a conspiracy theory that was very much true this church had infiltrated every level of the Japanese political system and it kind of yeah it turned after Shinzo Abe's assassination he just became extremely unpopular to the mm. point that people sort of sympathised with this assassin and uh, the state funeral was was very much not popular and uh, people didn't want it funded by the government so mm. yeah 
I don't think this guy's going to be quite as popular for that, though, uh, or going to be quite so sympathetic uh, in terms of the people. But, yeah, honestly, I just thank God that uh, Kishida wasn't assassinated. Can you imagine two Japanese prime ministers in the space of under a year? Oh, I mean, it, it, would, it would be... I mean, you'd never see a politician ever again, would you, really? I mean, like, the... Um the, 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 can you imagine how much money they're spending on kind of um, security uh, right now? In, yeah. Um, because it seems to be rather in vogue. Like, you know, two attacks in, in, in the space of uh, a year. It's just incredible. Yeah, I think that's the worrying thing, right? If the media covers it too much, then other people might get the idea of, of doing that, right? And getting a level of infamy from it. So mm. it's a dangerous situation. Um, the media reports on it. Yeah. Give the assassins a degree of notoriety and people want to have that for themselves so yeah, yeah we'll see what happens but like, hopefully this doesn't lead to, to more situations like this happening and uh, yeah I hope the, the security services are up to scratch because mm. they didn't do the best of jobs last year did they leaving like shit completely exposed from behind it was completely it was absolutely shocking really how that mm. happened last year still yeah. can't believe it did happen anyway we'll be back in just a moment guys with your stories comments and questions in the fax machine Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash Japan. Now we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Donaldson? We got a message. Oh. From, we got a message from uh, Kishov uh, from Melbourne. Uh, more uh, chat from our oh, Antipodean brothers uh, <laughs> and sisters. Uh, hey, Frisky Chris and Peppermint Pete. Me Frisky. and my fiance are planning our wedding in her hometown of Kagoshima in December this year. We've been struggling for a Ooh. while now and deciding a place to spend our honeymoon. Uh, if you were to be in my position, where would you spend your honeymoon in Japan, or? Would you even do it in Japan? Have you given it a thought about once you and Charlotte tie the knot? Uh, looking forward to hearing back from you. And cheers, Keshav from uh, Melbourne. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Very nice. Beautiful. Uh, that'd be lovely. A wedding in Kagoshima. Kagoshima is just such Stunning. an amazing city. Passed yeah. through it again uh, last month on the cycle. Wasn't there long enough. Never yeah. am. It's the annoying thing. I've been to Kagoshima three times and I've sort of passed through it in like a couple of hours or something mm. but it's the sort of place you want to spend more time like it's such a surreal and otherworldly place like have you been Pete have you seen it like the just like when you look across the bay from the city there's this big huge smouldering volcano yeah. and uh, when I was there last month the smoke was sort of enshrouding the volcano and blowing across the bay towards the city and uh, just never seen anywhere quite like it we, we well, I can't imagine in, in, it's that nice when it does like no. erupt over the city well, you know, okay, which it does well, frequently we, we sort of stayed in we kind of got down Kagoshima and we we found out that it was going to be absolutely chucking it down for the next three days and you know mm. we're not there for a long time we're there for a good time so we thought right let's try and escape the uh, rain and, and I just remember sort of booking uh, um, hotels uh, you mm. know f- back back towards um, kind of Osaka way um, as I was looking out at the um, at the volcano because um, there's so many like lovely kind of vantage points around Kagoshima the city um, yeah, like yeah, looking yeah. at looking across and stuff it's a really really interesting unique uh, part of Japan because um, obviously you're, you're really close to other places as well so um, yeah I'm a big big fan of that beautiful place to get married well done well done well done I mean uh, yeah well done well, well done, done. Full, full points but like <laughs> I, I mean I yeah honeymoon though uh, where would I spend my honeymoon in Japan I don't know really. probably Okinawa it's got mm. an element of glamour and wonder and it's kind of like the Hawaii of Japan right mm. and uh, stunning absolutely stunning maybe not in summer because it is absurdly hot but Okinawa I found things there that I never thought I would when I was there <laughs> last year. I don't know what that means. It was very, it was very weird. What, what I remember going the... in... Uh... Yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry. I, I was going to say, because like, I, I, cause I um, you know, planning a little trip sort of later in the year um, with my partner, and, and my partner's Ooh. very... She loves a beach, loves beaches and stuff, loves, like, sure. pretty pretty places. And I was like... and, and get, Going like getting off a flight in Tokyo and then going getting on another flight to go to Okinawa. <laughs> it's a bit of a pain in the bum. Is there anything Okinawa-y <laughs> in the mainland? Uh, I need something Okinawa-y. Uh, <laughs> I well, first off, if you you know if you were going to do that, you could stop in Tokyo for a day or two, right, and mm. see my studio. See we could look studio, at the highway yeah. overpass together. Mm. Look at this. There's a big <laughs> fucking road. <laughs> but, no, I would say um, the inland sea. 
yeah. you know, the Shibanami Kaido cycle, the the islands, like mm. another place that I only ever pass through quickly on a bike, but I often mm. think, fuck, why don't I spend a week here, right? Because yeah. you've got these little tiny, beautiful hidden islands mm. and they've got these really secluded beaches, but there isn't, like Japan doesn't do... Uh, beach infrastructure very well no they just don't have a real sort of beach appreciation culture mm. uh, apart from maybe like Enoshima and uh, that area in Tokyo mm. so no I would say go to Okinawa to be honest yeah. uh, it's only like a two hour flight I know but I know and you can take give her some spam she's <laughs> flown some for delicious 12 spam. hours yeah. give her some Okinawan spam and some uh, <laughs> what else do they have in Okinawa give her a, a frog purse a frog purse. Made of oh yes, they love all that shit. And some yeah. snake sake. Oh, you love it. Yeah, it's, it's a, the I dream. Mean, that's that's less and less good. Have your honeymoon. <laughs> <I'd>, <laughs> but no, as for me, my honeymoon, Lord knows. Everyone <laughs> goes to the Maldives. Oh, that would be kind of cool, Maldives. But um, I don't know, Jordan, Spain, yeah, Italy, Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> where where should I go on my honeymoon, Pete? I'd go to Jeju Island in uh, Jeju Korea. Island. I go to Jeju Island, oh, Korea. Yeah. That's very nice, isn't it? Oh, I don't know, somewhere like Thailand. Did you get stuck on there and you couldn't find a taxi though? Uh, yeah, but that that was very <laughs> yeah. much my issue. Well, a crap honeymoon. I, I mean, I should have no. got a car. I'm at, like all of these trips I took pre being able to drive. What an idiot! <laughs> it would have been so much easier. Yeah, I mean, I. Don't know if I don't know what goes on on Jeju Island other than a lack of taxis. But I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. We got a story from Gabe and Hayden from Australia. What is this episode? Everyone's just from Australia this week. Hello, Calpis Chris, uh, Calpis Chris, and uh, Pakari Pete. Uh, Gabe from Australia, but originally from Nachikatsura here, oh, Japanese. Chris, what are your recommendations on hidden spots close to Yamagata City, apart from Yamadera Temple, as we plan to be in Fukushima, Yamagata, for three days? Keep up the work, guys. Gabe and Hayden from Australia. Well, uh, I'd say Ochijuku, the old samurai town of Fukushima. That's lovely. The Sazaido Temple in Aizu Wakamatsu, Fukushima. I recently took a friend there, and they loved it. Uh, it's a design... It's a temple that's got a helix design to it mm. and it's kind of stolen from uh, Leonardo da Vinci so it must be good uh, there's also the uh, sunken forest which you can kayak through which I raged uh, raved about last week um, and the Fukushima exclusion zone which is uh, quite an interesting place quite educational mm. but yeah, I, there's loads of places oh, you're sport for choice really sport for choice well, eat guys. some uh, Yonazawa beef though unless you're a vegetarian in which case don't do that don't do that <laughs> don't do that at all <laughs> Uh, we got one here from Anna from Virginia who says, Hi, Chris and Pete. Is it hard for taller people to navigate Japan? My husband is six foot seven. I think that's two metres. Is he going to have to deal with being Godzilla in Japan? Should I sew up? <laughs> Should I sew him up his own sized uh, yukata for our ryokan, <laughs> uh, traditional Japanese in day? Thank you, guys. Anna from Virginia with a very tall husband. I <laughs> you, so Usually we sort of say, no, it's not a problem. Six foot six seven. seven. Six seven's like quite tall. Cracking on for you know Andre the Giant size, isn't it? And he had a terrible time in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that is kind of Godzilla. I <laughs> I yes that I don't think there's going to be any clothes that fit you <laughs> like ever in Japan. To be honest, so bring bring your own yukata. It's not a bad mm. idea actually. Um, mm. Yeah, do 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 make one. Yeah, because it's just going to look comedic. It's going to look like a giant wearing. Like children's clothing, it's just not gonna, <laughs> it's just not gonna work out. No. 
best of luck there <laughs> have a great trip that's that being said keep the stories questions comments coming into a Japan podcast at gmail.com we'll be back later in the week guys to all over again but for now no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world have yourself a great few days we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan channel bye for now channel podcast podcast, podcast. video boy oh no <laughs>